Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Pirke Elvis Treasury, Season 2 of the PAL, 418. Dalad Rabbi Neharai Omer, Rabbi Neharai says, Heavy Gola Lemekom Torah, exile yourself to a place of Torah. Ve'al Tomer Shehi Tavoa Do not assume that it will come after you. Shechavercha Yekayimuha Biyadecha, for it is your colleagues who will cause it to remain with you. Ve'al Binascha and do not rely on your own understanding, which comes from Proverbs. Rabbi Naharai was a student of Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Tarfan as evidenced by his quotations in their names, see Nazir Bracious Rabbah. Its exact identity is shrouded in mystery. Some are of the opinion that Rabbi Naharai is Rav Meir. Others say he really is Rabbi Nehemiah. Others say he's Rabbi Elizabeth Arach. He was given the name Naharai, meaning enlightened, since he enlightened the eyes of the sages in their approach to halachic matters, see Erevin and Maharsha. It's noteworthy that the Mishnah Nazir mentions an argument that he had with Rav Yossi Bar Chalaf to live many years after Rabbi Elizabeth Arach. So exile. The Chavetz Chaim took particular pressure in the young men who came from America to study in his yeshiva in the small hamlet of Radin. He would often declare passionately, Master of the Universe, look at your children. A young man is ready to leave family, home, and the comforts of America and suffer privation in order to learn Torah. He has yeshivas in his homeland, yet he feels that he will grow more here. For whom does he do that? For whom does he do that? For you and your holy Torah. For that reason alone, you should have mercy on your people and merit of the exile that these young scholars endure. You should gather all Jews from their own bitter exile. With these words, the sage of Rodin would burst into tears. So exile yourself to a place of Torah. If there are no Torah scholars or none of sufficient stature in one's place, he should uproot himself and move to a place where he will find Torah mentors to teach and stimulate him. From Rabbi Rashi, Rambam views this as a call to seek out a place where many study so that one can find study partners. Do not assume it will come after you. One should never move to a place devoid of adequate Torah study or personalities on the assumption that a competent scholar will eventually move there, Rav and Rashi. This may never happen. And even if it does, every day spent outside a proper spiritual climate is time irretrievably lost from Meiri. For your colleagues who will cause remain with you, this rendering follows Rav, Rashi, and Rambam. Second interpretation explains the beginning of the Mishnah. One must leave home to live in a Torah environment for it is only in the company of scholars that one can study Torah properly and succeed in resolving questions of halacha. In addition, the Torah that a man studies with his companions is more firmly mastered than that which he studies on his own. Colleagues challenge one another and try to find answers, and through such give and take, a subject is thoroughly clarified from Sefer and Musser. Rav Yonah Rav and Rashi translate this stitch slightly differently, seeing it as another false assumption made by one who may not want to leave his home to study. One must not depend on his friends to report the teachings they learn from their teacher, he must chase after Torah and go to learn from the master himself. Hearing something secondhand from a student does not compare to learning directly from a teacher. Do not rely on your own understanding. From Proverbs, one must not think that he can succeed on his own without the help of a mentor, for no one can plumb the, plumb the depths of Torah with his own intelligence exclusively. In addition, he must keep questioning his teacher until he fully understands. He should not assume that he will eventually comprehend the words of his mentor with his own understanding from Rashi. A person must not say to himself, it's enough for me to read books. From books, one derives only what's written, but the men of learning will also tell them what they learned from their teachers and what they added to the tradition as a result of their own thinking, what they derived from books, and how they train themselves in good conduct and correct thinking from Medrash Shmuel. Rabbi Salah's 
reputed to have commented, both the Hasidim and their opponents, Er, the Hasid thinks he is a Rebbe. He does not need books. The Misnagat is sure that since he has books, he does not need a mentor. Source of light. Teaching is not merely the transmission of information. It entails a deep and personal connection between the teacher and student by which the life force of the teacher is conveyed to his students through words and example. We are therefore taught to exile ourselves to a place of Torah to experience a soul-to-soul encounter with the words of the living God, which only a teacher can provide from the Kodnachim Magid. The obligation to teach students to Torah to students is derived from the verse, you shall teach them thoroughly to your children from Deuteronomy, which indicates that students are called children in order to capture the essence of the Torah's teacher-student relationship. Strangers can provide children with many things in life, such as food and shelter, but only parents can provide life itself. Similarly, a true teacher, true Torah teacher, gives his students the most precious thing, spiritual life, from Yitzchak Hutner. Join us next time as we talk about that it's not in our power to explain the tranquility of the wicked or the suffering of the righteous here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.